Cal Draper and Kevin Gleason just getting ready for uh, the game tonight, doing our show from the oh, Golden okay. One Center, you know, breaking down what's going on with the Warriors and who could be available there and talk about that tremendous game last night, Milwaukee and San Antonio, and then it hit like a blue bolt, yeah. a report from Shams. Uh, where was that on uh, broadcasting? On, uh, yeah, that was on Stadium. Stadium, yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, the Kings are in on uh, Siakam, uh, and uh, the Kings are pursuing Siakam. What is a, we'll get to the actual report. The wording, though, was what was so meaningful about the actual wording that he used? It was that they're in, they're interested, they're all. What, what did he say exactly? I, I don't, can we? Yeah. Re, re, Jay, you got that again, man. Let, oh, Jay's let, busy with some. You got that, Jay? The Shams cut? Uh, Jay's busy right yeah. now. He's trying to figure out. Some He's working on actually on the, the King's game. broadcast yeah. here. I, I forget how. Okay. All right. Let, let's hear right. it one more time. This is what Sham said, reported about what, an hour ago, hour and a half ago, about Pascal Siakam. The Raptors are ramping up trade talks around Pascal Siakam, and I'm told the Sacramento Kings are emerging as a serious suitor in Siakam. They're among the offers and options that Toronto has, and this is a gaining interest for Sacramento to pair and combine a, a big three of Pascal Siakam, De'Aaron Fox, and DeMontis Sabonis if they're able to pull a deal off. But what could be a very integral part of these conversations with Siakam is he is on an expiring contract of about $38 million. And his willingness and his desire to re-sign as a free agent in July, whether that's in Sacramento or another team that he does get moved to, that is gonna play a big part in this, this that could play a major role in this. For if that team that's trying to get him is, is going to want to check into whether he will resign as a free agent. And, and if not, that could also dissuade some teams. Nuggets there. Yeah. Raptors are ramping up trade talks. And the way he phrased it was a little awkward, but there's, there's, there's growing interest in Sacramento of putting together uh, a big three of Fox, Sabonis, and somebody, in this case, Siakam. So did he say they were progressing in talks, like they were close to a deal, or he the way he count he like it kinda... was implied. He said the Raptors are ramping up talks, which in, you know they're okay. So talks are ramping up, and he said the Kings are in, and the Kings have a growing interest. I think he said they're gaining in interest or gaining interest okay. in putting together the the big three. And, and to me, what that signals, they're going for it. Yeah, this year. There's no. Shams sure seems to think so. Right. If if this trade happens, that means they are going for it this season, trying to make a deep run, Western Conference Championships, NBA Finals this year, and so this patient, uh, let's let let guys develop and everything like that. You know, the timeline is now. You know, maybe they're striking while the iron's hot. Mm -hmm. I think we all love Pascal Siakam as a player, right? Like mm -hmm. we we love Pascal. 29 years old, turns 30, I believe, uh, in April. Uh, All-star level talent uh, is on a tear as of late as well. And I, I was looking at some of his numbers here, Whitey, as of late. I mean, this guy has been virtually unstoppable. When you look at over his last six games uh, against the Kings, 24 points. Uh, he had 24 against Memphis and seven rebounds. Uh, last year, he had 51 games of 20 or more points. He's converted over 55% of his shots in five straight games. Over his last five, he's averaging 29 points per game. And so he would immediately, in my opinion, come in and be that second scoring option 
for this team. Kevin O'Connor wrote today, he tweeted, what was it, I come in peace, Sacramento. Yeah, he talked yeah. about the possibility of that deal and how good of a fit Siakam would be. He did mention that Siakam doesn't seem to have as much interest in playing defense this year, but that appears to be a controllable. It's not that, oh, he's struggling defensively, just something that presumably a change of scenery uh, would address. You mentioned something to me and on the air a couple weeks ago, and I know you didn't want to divulge your source. At least I, I think that's the case. Yeah. Somebody in the NBA told you Siakam be a great fit with the Kings, right? You told me. Did some- I say that? Yeah. 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 A couple of weeks yeah. ago. Talking yeah. With, yeah. He'd be per- they, they love Siakam. Yeah. Okay. Siakam's yeah. a, I mean, Siakam to me is the type he could fit in any system. Like he's that good. He could fit at Golden State as a role guy, as a mid-range guy. He'd have to work on his three-point shooting, but he can knock it down as well. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, you know, and especially the fact that Toronto is sort of going with the youth movement now. Like, look at the players they just traded for. Quickly and R.J. Barrett, what, 23 and 21, I think it was. You know, Scotty Barnes, 21, 22, uh, you know. And, and so their young core is like 21, 22, 23, you know. And so, who do we have that fits into that? Davion? They do need, uh, you know, uh, some defensive help in the backcourt, I think. I think he could help them there. Kevin Herter's only 25 years old. People forget that. We look at Kevin Herter, feel like he's been around forever. He's only 25 years old. And so, I don't know, man. I'm going to sit back, get my popcorn where it's at right here. My King's uh, you popcorn. Know, another reason why Toronto could be motivated to make the deal sooner rather than later is if they thought that whatever they end up with, they, they could make another deal. I don't really see that clearly, but that would be if they said, you know what we get, whatever they get from the Kings, we get that. We can move that uh, and get something else we like. I don't know. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Right. What do you think of this here, this idea from Nick K in Ripon? Fans at the game need to start a Pascal Siakam chant. Half the crowd says Pascal. The other side follows Siakam Back all game Pascal. long. Maybe oh, a little like, early for that, that, or that would be no. It's a little early. That <laughs> I hope we better not do that, Sacramento. I'm not allowed. We better not do that. You would get up during your broadcast. Uh, I'd, be, hey, I'd hey. be like Greg Popovich. Like we're better than road slash. How disrespectful <laughs> would that be to our guys? Like we better not do that. That would be so disrespectful to our guys who are. Uh, you know, have have put in years of service. You know, I'm watching HB out there working out right now, getting up some shots. Harrison Barnes working on his mid-range game. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I hope, mm-hmm. Sacramento, we don't do that. Yeah, and we know, you know, someone mentions, you know, Siakam's a free agent. Yeah, that's one of the keys to the whole thing. Right. That actually, the fact that it would be so risky for the Kings to acquire him is perhaps what gives the Kings a chance to acquire him in the first place. A hundred percent, right? And, and that's... If they're willing to take that gamble, yeah. because I would imagine a lot of teams aren't. You know, right. It's sort right. of like the Carmelo Anthony situation. You remember a few years ago when Carmelo was with Denver. The Knicks went all in to get Carmelo traded young assets when he was going to go there anyway yeah. after the season. Yeah. And so there might be a Lakers, a, a, a Knicks, or whoever, whatever the team, Miami, who say, you know what? Yeah. You're not going to give the assets because we know he's going to come here point. this offseason. Yeah. Why give up something to right. get him? We're going to get him anyway. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're the Kings, well, maybe we'll change his mind. Maybe we'll have enough success this year that it'll be worth it. Interesting thing about Toronto to me is you were just describing the moves they made. It looks like they're trying to do that very, very delicate dance 
of moving off the two of their best players and rather than rebuilding or turn it down, they're still trying to stay relevant in the meantime. Yes. And that's hard to do. Hard to do, but I, I think they're doing a great job uh, with that uh, so far because what you're doing is you're sort of resetting your timeline on the fly. You know, they just won the championship in 2019. You know, that was one of those one-year rentals with Kawhi and things like that. Now you got a couple of big-name guys, veterans, uh, that you move off of, but you're bringing in young 21-22 with tremendous upside. So you're not going to bottom out. You're going to become basically the Orlando Magic, let's say. Be competitive, and as these guys grow and get experience, that's when you turn into a championship contender. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> We're uh, looking forward to tonight, uh, the Kings and the uh, Toronto Raptors. And how, yeah. So so you're, let me get this straight. I, w- I want people on record here. Yeah. Whether it's on the YouTube, on the phone, whatever, the text line, and you, Whitey. You're okay with trading for Pascal Siakam, giving up some of the players being mentioned, a couple of first-round picks with protections for just the opportunity to keep them at play. It could be a three-month rental, four-month rental. You're okay with that? I would do that. I'm a little – the two picks makes me a little reluctant. If it's just one pick, I'm all in. Two picks, I'm not all the way there, but I I think I would. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Two number ones in the – Two number ones. <laughs> And basically, you're definitely done. one. Definitely one. I'm in on. And, and basically, with protections, you, with the moves you made, you really have no other assets to trade. This is your roster. This is you know because the players being mentioned, and the picks, then your cupboards are bare. This mm-hmm. is who you got. Mm-hmm. And mind you, because you know, uh, somebody mentioned this, and and I'll point this out also, you got to resign Malik Monk also. Right. Oh, if I sign twenty million dollars, Siakam and he bolts, I I don't have to worry about how much money. But I if have he stays, does that? Well, that's a good problem you? to have. It, but does that hurt you in re-signing Malik Monk? Well, can I re-sign him for any? You can, but yeah. are you willing to? Yes. This is what I'm talking. About. You got forty million for Sabonis, forty million for Siakam, thirty-five for um, De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk at eighteen or yes. twenty. You know, that's four guys at, I can't do the math in my head fast enough, 120 million. Are I we, am. Are we willing to do that? Yes, but, of course, the best answer to that is you don't have to make that decision yet. You do it, and then you see, does it work? Is right. it promising, or is it, for whatever reason, fall flat? Or does Siakam just decide to bolt? I tell you but what, yes. I'm sitting here, and I'm, mention, um, I'm envisioning Siakam in purple. And I'm getting a little excited. I'm trying. I'm trying. Even the Grinch. <laughs> Even the, the trade Grinch, Grinch is getting excited. I'm just looking out there, man. Imagine Pascal Siakam on the court, warming up right now in Sacramento Kings gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey Jay, we'll keep it right here if we can. He's do coming that. We'll around. It. Of course, yeah. we got yeah. you. We yeah. got you. We'll 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 keep it right here. How big is tonight, Drapes? For of course the Kings, but for De'Aaron Fox, who uh, struggled the last couple of nights, especially the last game. I think it's huge. I, I think, you know, just from a getting back to playing well, uh, getting back to, to being that dude, uh, he's had two games of uh, subpar shooting. I think it was nine for 25 in the Charlotte game, six of 22 uh, last game. Uh, I, I want to see him get back. Uh, it, it looked like he was dealing with something, whether it was fatigue or whatever it may be uh, last game. I don't think it's massive in terms of this, you know, if he struggles tonight, oh, no way we could win. I, I just think 
with De'Aaron, I would like to see him be elite every night just for the narrative, just for the MVP conversation, just for the all-star votes, all of that. You know, Monday, our friend, uh, our good friend, Michael Pina, comes out with a report uh, in The Ringer, the story about how De'Aaron Fox is just lights out from distance. Yes. Lights out. This year. Shooting better than Steph Curry. Well, he's 3 for 15 on three since that came out last right. year. Right. Is three that the 15. Michael Pina jinx or something like yeah, that? I guess uh, so. You know? Yeah. 3 for 15. That's, that's A, it's not going to get it done, but B, I think we know that that's not De'Aaron Fox anymore. Right, exactly. When I watch De'Aaron Fox shoot the ball now, he looks like a three-point shooter, if you know what I mean. Yep. Like his shot looks good. Him and Luke Lauchs worked this offseason on getting arc on his shot and getting balance when he uh, goes up. And so that's what we've seen so far. And mm-hmm. so and his confidence from three. And so three of 15 the last couple of games, I get it. You know, he struggled. But – even if he's not a 40% shooter, 38%, you know, like he's a legit three-point shooter now. You know how after every game we have drapes takes? We love drapes takes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to try something new today that we could do the day of games. Ooh. Whitey's three wishes. Whitey's Uh-oh. Wishes. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. So this All is right. what I'm wishing to see Let tonight. Let me see. Let me hear yeah. it. Hold on. Uh-huh. We need a little music now. Let's pick uh-huh. it on the spot. Oh, he got some music? <laughs> All right, Jay. <laughs> we, Jay, you in charge of that, right? Yeah. If you wish upon a star. Right. You know, uh, no, that ain't it. We need a little no. something more aggressive. Yeah, 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 I don't know uh, what has wishes in it. Uh, there's a Chicago song. Skilo, we, I wish we, I was a little bit taller. I wish all right. I was a ball. Yeah, yeah I'm, we're getting yes. there. We're getting there. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes. I was, yeah, thinking something more from my era, but okay, I'm fine right. with, no, that's better. <laughs> what you have is better than some of the things I thought of. But this is just, you know, we're just, this is just the pilot episode. Okay, let's yeah. hear it. So Whitey's three wishes for tonight. One, I want to see Harrison Barnes come out tonight and play like he's heard all the rumors. And I want to see him play like, you want to trade me for that guy? I'll show Ooh. you why you don't want to do that. And I want to see him score in double figures. And I want to see him defend Siakam, force Siakam into an inefficient night. I want Harrison Barnes to show us tonight that he wants to be here and doesn't want to get traded for Pascal Siakam. I want him okay, to play all right, big. I'm with that. I want him to have a big I'll, game I'll, tonight. I, I, I wish that too, because if he does that, Probably a win then, yes. you know? And so, yeah. you know, I'm a huge HB fan, watching him getting up some shots right now. I'd like to see a 20-point game from uh-huh. Harrison Barnes. Uh-huh. Elite defense on the other end. Think about it. If he uh, shuts down Siakam, a, a, a big FU kind of move. Yes. Right? I, yeah. yeah. Right. You know, Harrison sometimes, like, well, he's playing okay. But there are a few nights where it's like, whoa, what got into him? Today? Yeah. I want to see one right. of those nights. Take it personal. Out. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. My second wish, I want to see Chris Duarte. Or Herder, or somebody just sees that two guard spot. Just come out and show us that it's my job now. You don't have to worry about it. Play well, play defense, stay on the floor. Duarte course in the last game he got into early foul yeah, trouble. Yeah. We know Kevin Herter has struggled, 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 and apparently he's still dealing with a little finger issue, which is understandable. But this is gone this revolving door at the two guard spot has gone on too long. Let's see somebody tonight lock it down and show that. This is my job. So you want that question answered? Tonight. Yes. You that that unknown. After tonight, we gonna know. Yeah, and okay. I don't even care who it is. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I assume we we don't even know if Duarte's starting. No, again, we don't. Right? I, I would assume he is. Me too. Uh, you know, we'll find out shortly. Mike yeah. Brown's talking uh, about to sit down and talk here in a couple of minutes, but I think it's going to be Duarte. And I thought Duarte in that Charlotte game did a great job. Yep. He was fantastic. But then 
on uh, Wednesday, he got the two fouls. And right. It was just not a non-factor. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. So we don't need him to go out and score 30 or anything, but we just need him to be solid, solid. at both ends. You know so. what I would want from him? Knock down a couple of threes. There you go. Like like you said, you don't have to score 30, but when you, it gets swung to you and you guys right. look, right. knock it down. Yes, exactly. yes. Yeah. My third and final wish. Okay. I wish for the Kings to get up and down the floor and get some easy baskets in transition. That should be easy for this it, team. That's what the, they want to play fast. They want to get up and down. They, they want to score easy buckets, but it has not been. Uh, they're 25th. And yeah. fast break point. Charlotte slowed them yeah. down to a southern draw, baby. <laughs> right. You know Some what of I that mean? Sweet tea with yeah. glasses in it. Yeah. You know? Nice and thick. And what's interesting about tonight, the Raptors are the number one fast break team in the league. So I'm looking for a track meet. Let's uh-huh. run with them. Let's go. Right. We got the horses. Right. Let's do it. Right. Get the easy basket. Yep. So I'm, often I'm the Kings with struggling with the defense. Let's see them rebound, get out, run, push it. Easy baskets tonight. Get the game tilted in your favor early and coast to a victory. Those are Whitey's three wishes for tonight. Do we got the music playing, Jay? You know you could crank it up, Jay. You got it all low like it's elevator music. Come on, we trying to party out here. I like that. I don't think it's too much to ask for. (laughs) Now, you're not asking for the world. You're just asking for HB. To show a little light. Show some pulse tonight. Yeah. Show, show you here now. If not tonight, win. Right. Exactly. Ask it for Duarte, Kevin Herter. Make some shots. Own the position. Uh-huh. Take the uh-huh. position. Uh-huh. And Sacramento, they've been talking all year long about wanting to play fast. Let's see it out there on the floor. Today. Right. Should be an entertaining game. And make no mistake, as you said earlier, this is not, probably not an easy game for the Kings. Not an easy game. This Raptors team, 2-0 and since the trade. And I mentioned it earlier. And Paul Jones came on, radio announcer for the uh, Raptors. A win-win for the Knicks and for the Raptors. The Raptors added R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly. Emmanuel Quickly in the two games with Toronto, averaging 20 points per game. They have four guys in the starting lineup that can go off for 25 or more on any given night. This is going to be a tough test. Ignore the stats. Mm-hmm. Ignore the 17th offensive rating, which Toronto is. I need to look at the last two games, and I'm going to pull it up here in a second. This team is a much better team, I think, after this trade than they were prior to. They've only had two games, right, as currently constituted, which in a way, and I know it's the NBA, and that's just the way it goes, but in a way it's a difficult thing to scout a team like this. It really is, and we had Jordy Fernandez on as well. You know, when you look at this Raptors team, how you know, who are they? You know, they've only been together not even a full week since the trade, and it's hard to scout. You know, I, I think what you do is you look at the individual players, like R.J. Barrett likes to get downhill, likes to, you know, get into the paint. Uh, Emmanuel quickly, uh, I think Paul Jones called him Tyrese Maxey light, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so you, you try and scout him in, in that regard. Uh, but it's going to be a tough matchup, man. Not a whole lot of film on, on these guys. Uh, and they got a, a, a new head coach uh, in, in Igor Rayakovic. And so uh, – you don't know his system. You don't know his style. You they know, call him Darko, right? Yeah, Darko, I meant. Yeah, 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 Darko. I'm sorry. Yeah, Darko Rayakovic. And so uh, this is all new uh, with this Raptors team this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had some fun with the with the trade talks. And, again, just to sum that up, you know, Shams today uh, said publicly that uh, Toronto is ramping up trade talks and the Kings have growing interest in a putting together their own big three, which would be Sabonis Fox and then one more so you know uh crossing the eyes and 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 
crossing the T's. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks doing like maybe. Too, right? We're not sure which one we're doing, actually. <laughs> looks like there may be something brewing between the two teams. But as Kyle points out, it doesn't seem like the way the Kings operate, that we hear about these big trades before they happen. So we could be skeptical, but I think if you're a Kings fan, it's exciting. We talked about Wiggins maybe becoming available. Yeah. The thing is, it does seem like the Kings are definitely in on some potential big moves here with the deadline looming. Yeah, and, and, you know, I said it earlier, it looks like they're going forward. Yeah. And and the fact that they are in the market, let's say, in the running for Siakam, in the running for OG when he was available, maybe they are looking at the top-tier guys, the Levines, the Siakams, instead of those second- or third-tier guys that we thought maybe would be more likely, you know, uh, the Matisse Thibels and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so – Siakam would be swinging for the fences. That's like, you know what, we're going for it right now. And I don't I don't know if that's a mandate from ownership, Monty's vision or what, but that would be exciting uh, as a Sacramento Kings fan. So many times over the years we hear the Kings linked to this guy or that guy, and so often it's just garbage yeah. and trash. But the, and, and that's why, you know, Levine, I don't think so. I know that supposedly they liked Kuzma, but the yeah. Siakam thing makes so much sense because just from a basketball standpoint – He's such a good fit for them. He really is. And, you know, as much as, you know, I, I talk about Pascal Siakam being a second option and things like that, like this year he's only averaging 16 shot attempts per game. Now, Kyle Kuzma, conversely, who we think. He's averaging 16 shots a quarter. A quarter, right? Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma has, is, is a ball hog, you know, and so – I think Siakam, and I said it earlier, can fit in any system out there. Kyle Kuzma, looking at his stats right now, nice player, 19. So he's taking almost three more shots a game than Pascal Siakam. And so let's say Siakam comes here. That's 16.4, 16.8, whatever. It goes down to 15. That's still fine. Right? It also depends who's out. And so and those out. shots are available. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And when Garen Fox goes to the bench, he slides into that number one option. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good problem to have, like a good second option, Pascal Siakam. Yeah, yeah. He would be a tremendous, tremendous fit. Um, but uh, time time will tell as far as his free agency looming. I Like I said earlier, I think what it comes down to is the fact that, uh, that that's such a great risk maybe scares off other teams and maybe the Kings are the last one left going, no one else wants to do this? Right. All right? Yeah, we're, we're willing to assume – uh, that risk, and uh, boy, it would it would be one of the biggest trades in Kings history. But I know you're going to point it out as the trade Grinch, get a little ahead of ourselves, but we can't help it given the reports that are coming. No, it's ex- and, and it's not just some Yahoo. Like it's right. Shams. He's he right doesn't work for Yahoo. Right, he doesn't work for Yahoo. <laughs> that's Jake Fisher, right? that's, the Yahoo. Guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so no, this is uh, it's a fun time. It's exciting. Uh, you know, we're going to hear a lot of rumors. I think over the next four and a half, five weeks, and just the fact that the Kings are being mentioned of somebody of that ilk, somebody of that skill level, Pascal Siakam. I mean, we talked about Chris Weber and the deal to bring him here. This would be like our Weber trade, you know, to put us over the hump, if you will. And this would be massive if they do it. What do you think we would uh, need to see? Obviously, we know what we'd like to see from Keegan, who had a 27-point night. Tonight? Uh, yeah. Same yeah. thing I saw the other night from Keegan. And it wasn't just the shooting. It wasn't just the scoring. And I brought this up 
uh, earlier uh, yesterday in the Drapes tape. The fact that his his game was so varied, his shot profile wasn't just all three-pointers, you know? Uh, I think he took, what, six threes uh, out of the uh, 19 shots he took, I think it was. And so we saw him dunk the ball. We saw him in the mid-range. We saw him rebounding. Like, that's what I want to see from Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just always have to be settling for the three. And the 12 rebounds. 12 rebounds. He, yeah. I think he had six of them in the fourth quarter or the overtimes or whatever it was. And so that's what I want to see from Keegan Murray. You know, he gets it up 19 times. He's going to have 20 points. Get to the foul line a few times, knock down four threes, and then, bam, you're at 20 points. And there's no reason why he shouldn't be a 7-8-9 rebound kind of guy, guy as well. And I know the Kings are focused on tonight, but as fans, as members of the media, we can peek ahead on the schedule a little bit. Sunday, a big game for the Kings, Drapes. Yeah, yeah we got Zion, the Pelicans. That one's personal. We yeah. Talk about that one is, you know what? Who's your daddy? They've owned us this season. And so this is a huge weekend of basketball. You know, hopefully they're not look overlooking this one and, and thinking ahead to that one because those are the guys that knocked us out of the tournament. Season tur- a trip to <laughs> Vegas was on the line. Wow. Right? He, he wow. could have been playing slots out there at the Bellagio. And so uh <laughs> no man, this is a big weekend of Kings basketball right here. Yeah, and then of course the the Lakers. They've fallen apart since they won the in-season tournament. Now there's talk of Darvin Ham's not right, connected right. with the players. Right. And it's a mess down there, too, which is, gee, that you hate to see that. Yeah, gotcha. gosh darn it. Oh, man. Them, the Warriors, Sacramento, we're good. I know we got the Siakam rumors going on, but we are stable right now. It's good to be a Kings fan right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Draper, I, I have a feeling he's going to be in uh, fine form. Uh, <laughs> Extra special Friday night fire up tonight, NBC Sports California. And, of course, we've got the G-Man with a call here. Uh, Thanks for being with us. Uh, We appreciate it very much. Stick around because we've got game night, the high flyer, who's a big Jeremy Grant fan. Yeah, he's chilling back behind us. I didn't know he was there. Yeah, he's over there. He didn't want a part of this smoke. And Scott Marsh, game night next as we get you ready for the Kings and the Raptors tonight from the Golden One Center on Sacktown Sports.